0: Welcome to Syntax at the Artes Finals 2020. My name is Chef Van Beers, and I'm here with Charlotte and Iris from the Fashion Design Department. Uh, maybe you can introduce yourselves really fast uh, and talk about yeah. the name of your collection. Um, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, I'm Charlotte and um our graduation well actually um i'm part of the duo and (laughs) we're the first to ever graduate as a duo from artists as of what we've been told and our collection is called chasing sheep is best left to shepherds and iris and i'm
2: iris and i also graduated last month from fashion design
0: yes uh... we're doing, this over, <laughs> we're doing this over Zoom because I'm here uh, in Arnhem at the actual finals, and you two are in Berlin and. Brussels. Right. Yeah.
1: We already split up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, As but a last week. just. <laughs> just come back stronger, you know?
0: <laughs> Have you been in touch a lot? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's, it's a chic- huh it's quite hard to be apart
2: yeah we're not used to it after being um for four years living together and now being apart but we've been calling practically every day right (laughs) this week
0: yeah because you guys are then the first uh, the first two to ever graduate together uh did that impact your collection like we'll talk about the collection in a minute but did like did you have to do anything else like was there any any conditions for graduating as a duo?
1: Well, I think in the beginning, when we proposed of working together as a duo on one collection, they weren't really skeptical, but they are just like thinking about how to grade us and everything. So that was more of an issue. But then after, I don't even know, how, it didn't take that long that they didn't care anymore because they saw that the way we work is quite... Um, like we really build up on each other mm-hmm. yeah in the work and we can't really distinguish who did what so, okay uh, like also the teachers they say they can see both of us in the collection and i think us as well
2: mm-hmm.
1: but then when it comes really down to saying like who did what you can't really say so <laughs> also grading wise, we've gotten the same grades now
0: yeah because, because
1: of it make sense yeah
0: yeah, because, of course, uh, leading up to your graduation collection uh, and your 12 deluxe, you always were individual students and did individual projects mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there yeah. already like some some overlap or some similar interests when you were working apart from each other the first years?
2: Um, I think the first year we was we it wasn't too similar. We still kind of went in our own directions, but I do think eventually taste or like i think we have the same taste so that obviously helps with this collection
1: i think well i think that de- design wise when it comes to uh, like our designing methods and what the outcome is in the end it can be quite diff- different i think mm-hmm. but then when it comes to taste and what we like it's, it's very similar yeah so then also decision making is easier because we have the same kind of, I don't know, outlook on things or how we would want them to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So then I think so then you kind of end up with um, two people working in the same direction, but maybe uh, by different means or different.
1: Exactly. I think it's maybe with some different views on it, but then with the same kind of vision Mm -hmm. in the same direction. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, so let's I talk about
1: them, so.
0: what Sorry. did you say? No.
1: And I think we like what each other does, you know? Yeah, so.
2: definitely. But, yeah,
0: cool. Sorry. Yeah, so I have the. I have like this short uh, description of the collection you guys made somewhere, I think in the spring before summer. Um, mm-hmm. So it talks about uh, what inspired the collection and uh, you mentioned the concept revolves around the idea of female vanity and evil sisters originating from the Cinderella fairy tale adapted by the Grimm brothers, in which we see the stepsisters as confident women who do dress, who do and dress as they please, being vilified for being unrepent unrepentant and ungraspable by men. And then you also mention other um, women that you find inspiring who... Uh, Kind of broke the the status quo, I think. Can you maybe mm-hmm. talk a bit about um, yeah about the concept, like where it came it from? Was- how did you pull everything together?
2: I think w- the first initial starting point for us was a transition assignment. It's like an assignment that um, graduate fashion students need to do at the start of the year where they uh, produce like um, installation, which is usually the starting point of the the research Mm. for the collection. And for us, we created this sort of imaginary um, dinner party with women that we would want to invite. And it was mostly like movie characters. And um, from that point, we kind of developed this story of these um women that um that have been kind of seen as evil or as bad by the the media or the general public society idea Mm -hmm. and then um and then obviously the the stepsisters are a very good example of these these women who we think are kind of like misunderstood and um and instead and we were kind of thinking of this archetype of the the good fairy tale girl yeah. that's um, that does everything she's told, she does all the housework, she does everything, and then in the end she, she gets the prince. And it's this kind of very old idea of what women should be, and then we kind of reconfigured this idea of what the what the woman what women should be in society. Yeah. In a, it's a very strong terms, but yeah. No, but it makes, it makes sense.
0: sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, a yeah. reimagination. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I think, let's see. Um, yeah. It says all the looks stem from different fairy tales and folklore, uh, mm-hmm. but that's what we talked about. And then it says another inspiration is the fashion of the early arts, the Paris Hilton era, in which fashion was a mashup of different styles, more expressive and fun, women were more hedonic and unapologetically sexy. Yeah. So that's kind of the that's, angle or
2: Yeah, so that was a um, like a perspective that we added in later on in our progress, kind of after our de Luxe. Because Atoll de Luxe was very um, like historically orientated because we we did a lot of research looking at archive pieces and old historical costume. And then we kind of wanted to add in maybe a, a bit more modern perspective and thinking of these women that we had initially researched and in what way are they now more um, like currently relevant?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Although there's probably also a lot of things cause it's still a very relevant thing now Mm -hmm. but then we did find that like the 2000 or like the 90s is more stronger in a very in like a fashion sense i think as well like there was really a lot more of these characters and really like i think the unapologetically sexy thing was very important because um, we both thought that was like kind of the last time before, because now I think even if we would like to think that we are more open towards that, it still has closed up a bit more. And this kind of sexiness is not as visible as it used to be back then, I think, or not as okay. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so we thought that, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's kind of also makes me think of like it's girls versus influencers were like you know the people who are unapologetically sexy today are taking their own selfies and like the paris hilton uh kind of it girl you're describing was photographed by the paparazzi like she was basically ignoring the camera and not doing Mm. it herself it also yeah kind of resonates this idea
2: felt more genuine in a way Yeah,
1: a different because i think nowadays everyone is very aware yeah which i think can be then a bit what'd you say like um like i think in the 90s and 2000 with paris hilton you weren't as aware so they were just like okay we're sexy now if there's things wrong with it they didn't care in certain things they just did it and then now i think you have to like um girls nowadays they're more aware of what they put out there especially also influencers, because there's so much that can spark conversations always. And I think back then conversations wasn't a thing that would Mm. be too problematic, you know? Yeah, I think. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I think also like because I think what Paris Hilton did was very smart of her and it was very set up. Only everyone fell for it. Mm. And like influencers these days, we already know it's it's set up by them and there's, like, uh, intentions behind it. Yeah, very
1: powerful and conscious, too, because they know exactly what they want, but everyone also knows what they want. And Paris Hilton is, was a bit more exciting, maybe, in that sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, of course, it's, you know, looking back, you can kind of uh, nitpick the things you like about it. And it, it's, also, of mm-hmm. course, a different perspective looking back on something that happened 15 years ago uh, than looking around now. It's always different. Mm -hmm. Um, so i think another thing you guys mentioned was the uh the research process because uh, the two of you both did an internship in london so even during the internship uh abroad you guys were separated then and i think you guys did (laughs) (laughs) you guys did some uh some on-site research for your collection uh when you were there maybe you can talk a bit about that
2: so the the research we did was um, after the internship. It was during the full break um, last
1: but year. I do think we got a lot of inspiration from our internship because, oh, yeah. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because also where I interned, they also always went to museums and archives, and I think that's also where we got the idea from to also visit because anyone mm-hmm. can actually go visit these archives in London, mm. and we decided to go to the V&A and the royal opera because the royal opera was really for the costumes of the stepsisters
2: yeah or other like um villain female villain characters
1: Mm. and i think royal opera was really nice because we got to see costumes but also photographs and it was quite interesting because they would open up the costumes and show the insides. And it was a very um, inspiring process, because they wear these gloves and you can't like touch anything. And
0: they're like, so how did did this go? This is like an archive that anyone can visit, but you have to make an appointment and you get a special tour guide who takes you there? Or
2: yeah, so for the Royal Opera House, we had to select some pieces that we wanted to see from the online archive. and and the the lady there was super um, open. She also told us that because um, there are two uh, archive places, there's like the physical costume archive place, and then also the more photographic um, archive, which is then in central London. And she like told us to. She she was super helpful, and um, but then we we had to make a selection ourselves, and then she also made some of her own suggestions.
1: Mm. And you can't share pictures. It seems very um, top secret, everything. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, it was really nice, I think. And probably also it was more related to our story, I think, because it was really like um,
2: Mm. the
1: storytelling of the stepsisters who were also and the photographs as well were really great because we got to see that the stepsisters were played by men to look even more hideous. And they got like these nose. How do you say? aesthetics, Aesthetic things to be like very ugly and repulsive. So, and she also told us a lot about the play, which I think was great. And then v and I think was just for certain techniques that we were interested in.
2: Yeah.
1: A lot in textiles.
2: Yeah. And garment construction.
1: Yeah. Also for like dresses and everything, just to see how they did it up close as well. For us, because it's Mm -hmm. all quite like, um, and actually, we used uh, a lot of the textiles Mm -hmm. and then repeated them always. And we tried to really do our best to like um, recreate them.
0: Right. So, like, did you, because you could take pictures there as a reference or?
1: Yeah, we could take pictures, but then, yeah, you're not allowed to show them. So they're just for your own private use. Mm, Right. But we, took a lot of like up close pictures of everything. And yeah, we're like paparazzi. (laughs) So and then I think at home, yeah, we spent like also because I think of quarantine and everything, we had a lot more time to develop these textiles. Ah, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is it is it something that you would we can talk about future plans later in the episode, but is it something that you guys would like to do again? like dive into an archive for inspiration and really go this deep in the research? Uh,
2: absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I, I think both of us have quite a, a taste for um, like historical clothing mm-hmm. and I think it's or like antique clothing and I think it's something that's quite important in our process. So I, I think that's definitely something that will... Yeah, for sure. To. Because even if our clothes
1: don't come out as too historic in in that sense, because they don't look like anything we've really Mm. seen in the archive, but just for certain techniques, Mm -hmm. I think. And even then putting our own twist on it, it's really interesting to build it on something that people have done, you know, with great success. So you can learn (laughs) so much from that.
2: Yeah, and I think it's also... um you get you gain a lot more from it than just seeing Mm. pictures or or like magazine pictures from back in the days I think seeing how it's really made and like the inside
1: uh, and or enclosures and everything
2: which is something you wouldn't really see mm -hmm. pictures yeah like you couldn't capture
0: it on a pinterest board or something
2: yeah exactly
0: great um I think it would be nice because as we're doing this video call, it actually allows us to, uh, like this podcast will be released as audio first, but we're also live streaming it. So mm-hmm. we thought it would be fun to maybe have a look at your collection because it's on your Instagram pages. So mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna do the screen share thing. Let's see the Brave browser. And then I'm gonna go to our recording system and go to the other scene. Am I doing it right, Florian? Yeah. Yeah. Looks <laughs> okay, great. Cool. So now we're going to go to, I guess it's on both of your Instagram accounts. Maybe.
1: Or, I think maybe Iris, you have more, I think, actually. I'm okay. not sure. Okay.
0: Cool. Then sure. we're going to go to Iris's page. You're seeing this as well, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Which look uh, shall we start with? I think it's chronological mm-hmm. to some extent.
2: Yeah. So the the the... Topmost one is the first one in the lineup, in a way.
0: Wait, this in, one?
2: Uh, uh, no, the if you scroll all the way up.
0: Uh huh. Oh, this is the first one.
2: Yeah, this would be the first one.
0: Okay, cool. Oh, there was actually something I wanted to ask about this. Uh, <laughs> it says that you guys made this wedding coat out of your grandma's antique bed sheets. Yeah how did how, how did how did that happen
2: um so my grandma's very good at keeping old stuff uh, <laughs> and she <laughs> has like a, a closet full of very very old bedsheets from like from her great grandmother and uh, like among other things like nightgowns and napkins and everything so and she she told me about these um, bed sheets when I was visiting her over summer. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they have like a really nice quality to them because they're like um, mostly linen. Yeah. And um, they also all have um, um, like the monogram embroidery from the family because uh, of your family. It would be, uh, yeah, like of her, both sides of her family, I think. So they're wow. all kind of different. And because they were these sheets were things that you would also travel with, I think. So it's mm. just in case it gets lost in the laundry. <laughs>
0: yeah, and and you were um, allowed to use those.
2: Yeah, because she has so many of them, and she she mm. um, she always uh, tells me like, yeah, if you if you use it for something good, go for it, and um,
1: and it's I, a lot of fabric.
2: yeah yeah because that that they're massive the some we did have to patchwork though yeah
1: but even that is quite nice because you have to see how you can work with fabric that is only in a special specific amount yeah Yeah, specific amount and i we also used um curtains those are really Mm -hmm.
0: nice Mm, what look is that maybe we can check it out as well
2: um it's the the right next to you pointing at it but this one yeah
0: (laughs) okay so just for the people uh in just audio the yeah the first one we saw was a wedding coat so it was like a big wedding dress like coat and this one is like a small top and a big skirt i guess how would you describe this
1: yeah we called it what do we call it it's the hoop skirt i think it's um yeah. skirt that was meant to look like she doesn't have like it's being held up
0: mm, in- right yeah.
1: she wants to walk through mud or anything she wouldn't want it to get dirty but also she doesn't want to hold it herself because she's maybe a bit lazy so it's being held up for her and yeah the corset is out of um an old curtain Mm -hmm. And what I think it was also nice because of the monograms and also the curtains, because these monograms that were hand embroidered and we kind of thought about what would be maybe a monogram now or like fitting to our concept. And that was kind of these tattoos that we had. Yeah. Um, Like the idea of these more like trashy tattoos, like we even had like tram stamps in the first ones that we then embroidered because it's the kind of same idea but then and we make these tattoos with our own initials and everything so it's like our monograms are these 90s tattoos that are a bit trashy kind of to mix it a bit for the concept yeah
0: nice is there an other another look we could maybe dive into that has a story to it or
1: uh, I mean, when? they all kind of have their own story because we try yeah. to build characters, really. I'm maybe just to your favorites.
0: Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> maybe do you want to start, Ivy? or
1: did we?
2: Uh, I can't. I, I It's it... not the first time I've been asked which one is my favorite, and it's not the first time I'm like not able to answer. <laughs> I, can I think pass. maybe. Or not you? Yeah, I think for me maybe it'd be the the green dress.
0: Yes, the. Yeah. So it's um, a metallic. I'm just trying to describe it. It's a metallic mm-hmm. dress with like, puff it's I think quite puffy in general somehow. Yeah, and like it has the big <laughs> shoulders and it kind of has the, the thing at the neck that's also very classical. You can you got mm-hmm. you guys can describe it better for our listeners.
2: Like
1: a candy wrapper dress. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. We.
2: We moulaged it um, with uh, dresses that uh, Charlotte has. Uh, oh, and also a, a, a dress for my grandmother. So we, we kind of had this idea of this girl who wants to go to a party, but she doesn't know which one of her like dresses to wear. So she just ends up wearing them all. And so this dress is moulaged from, I think, four different dresses. And, um, and so I that's
1: thinking- why... extra dresses
0: incorporated yeah Yeah, all right
2: that's
0: like um, like on the lower sides those are like actual bags with other dresses in them
2: so um so you can see there are like two sleeves two puff sleeves so that's the the um, from the top uh you can see that um she's wearing two two dresses but then she also has the two skirts and the extra flap dress that's on top, and then underneath these skirts, we stitched in some old petticoats to add more volume to it. Um, and uh, an extra whole dress actually that we also moulaged with. But you can kind left,
1: of the more dresses, the better.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it and- also has vintage like actual petticoats incorporated.
2: Yeah so you can kind of see at the bottom of the skirts that um, like some um, lace trimming and that's the that, that comes from the skirts yeah. that we added in.
0: Great. Yes.
2: And then
1: these are actually there are actually bags from Dante.
0: Right, mm-hmm. yeah, Dante from uh, from the bear, the fine art department.
1: Yeah, exactly. He made these uh, takeaway bags that are like takeaway boxes, kind of, and they also have our tattoo idea on there. Just isn't because we really also like the idea of these girls having fun doing a night out, you know? Yeah. Getting yeah, some fries. Course. Just yeah, enjoying life. Cool. Shall we
0: talk about one more,
1: maybe? Yeah. I guess, well, my favorite look is the devil coat. It's the one with the devil mask, the gray look.
0: Wait, okay. Is it this one or?
2: No. Although that's also a good look. (laughs) This one. Wait, this one. yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's one of my favorite looks. It has similar sleeves to the devil coat. I think it's the same to the wedding clothing. coat. So it's which is what we got from I think it was the V&A archive. Yeah, a covered buttons. So there's quite a few historical references in it, but then mm. it also has the kind of like schoolgirl mini skirt vibe going with it.
0: Yeah, and, right.
1: And it's very naked.
2: But it yeah. kind of covers everything that's necessary.
1: It covers cover everything you need. But covered, it does like in yeah. a very
0: uh, in a very unconditional way, right? It's not like mm-hmm. a small top that goes uh, horizontal or something. You guys made like this huge split that creates a really big naked area uh, over the model's belly. Yeah. So I think yeah, that
1: would be my my favorite kind of and then this devil mask we actually got the idea of styling it with a devil mask from this i think i saw on instagram this girl who was at a party and she just was i think it was this picture of her after the party she was in, squatting in front of a car and then having this mask on and her look was super cute and normal and then she just had this devil mask it wasn't halloween or <laughs> anything and i was like that's that's a nice accessory and that's so we want to have things quite authentic with styling as well, where it's like, okay, this girl found this devil mask and she's just wearing it on her night out now. So, yeah,
0: it's also maybe kind of like a reference to like you guys visiting theater looks, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And also these girls being seen as evil and, yeah, of course, devilish when they're really not. So, we thought that was quite fitting. And
0: yeah, I fun. think it's also very funny with this look that, like, the back side looks very different than the front. Like on the yeah. back, everything is covered and it has like this cute little bows. And then when you when she turns around, it's completely different.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like a quite extreme maybe in that sense, I think. Which is, yeah, I really like that look. And I
2: think a lot of our collection, the front and the back, um, like we kind of play with with that idea with from the front like it could be a completely normal pair of pants but then when you turn around the you can kind of see the butt crack also maybe
1: we can, yeah i just wanted to show something where we have a lot of textiles but
2: and the brown suit
1: yeah maybe the brown suit we can just talk about that real quick because that has it's it's this
0: one yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah Because this this one has a lot of textiles from the um, archive as well Mm
2: -hmm. that
1: we tried to recreate, which is like really classical. And then we just made... It's actually a jacket that we turned the other way around. So it's worn, yeah, the wrong way because we thought maybe she just wants to wear her jacket differently. And then pants, we have a lot of covered buttons, but that you can open. So it's also... We're big fans of butts, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, like yeah, so... We've got all covered buttons all the way in the bottom is quite chic, and then you just see how much you want to open them. <laughs> yeah.
2: And, it, and these pair of um, shorts are quite funny. If you walk then, as you step, you get a bit of a peekaboo effect from them.
0: Um, yeah right if, as, as the leg is moving yeah
2: yeah mm-hmm. and then also the like the here the front is very covered except for the shoulder blades and then at the back it's like a corset um, lacing that's quite open and um, yeah, and then you see the depending on the buttons <laughs> also quite open
0: yeah cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna go stop the screen sharing. Then I'm gonna go back to the recording to the other scene so we can see you again and okay. yeah, now we're back. do you guys have any plan any future plans maybe first of all like what's gonna happen with the collection you guys have now and that's in the fashion film as there was no uh show of course this year and then maybe like after that what are plans for after the after this collection has run its course what what's what's next for the two of you?
1: I think right now we're busy with sending it to stylists and lending and borrowing, you know, these kind of things. So getting
2: some exposure.
1: Getting exposure, yeah. Yeah, especially because we only had the fashion film. But we even um was that last month when we went to Italy? Or was that? Yeah. No, it was in
2: September.
1: On oh, September, yeah. Times of a- <laughs> the movie. Isn't uh, really good at this yeah. point <laughs> anywhere in my brain, but we also went to Italy and did a photo shoot, which hopefully will come out soon. And we also took a backstage film that we're editing right now, so we're still very much busy with this collection on giving it the attention that it should get. You know? Yeah,
0: that it deserves.
1: <laughs> so we try to give it. Yeah, and also I think. um with this whole process really being stretched out. A lot of people from like also our classmates, they weren't really feeling their collection anymore. And everyone's like, oh, we just want it to be over. Mm. But then I think it's important that everyone still gives it the attention that it deserves, cause we've been, it's a graduation collection. So we should still appreciate it as it should be if Corona wouldn't happen. But then I think afterwards, we're both planning to move to Paris to reunite again. And um, under the
2: Eiffel Tower.
1: Under the Eiffel Tower, yeah. We, yeah, we the end end uh, plan is that we start something together. So we have a lot of organizing and preparing to do for that to happen. Mm. Yeah.
2: Research so some we need to name
1: our child which <laughs> is difficult. But we've learned not to tell people too many, especially family members, what to name it. Yeah. <laughs> there's not too, too many negative ones, <laughs> you no, It's fine. But like, there's a lot of things that we need to um, yeah, work on before we can put it out there. So that's so, what yeah.
2: we with. And during this time, we're thinking of just trying to find a way of financing this, getting a more stable in that sense after yeah being a student <laughs> and yeah, um,
1: also business wise because that's not something that we are trained in or anything yeah. mm. so there's a lot of things to consider that we need to get together on yeah.
0: yeah but I think it's fun that you guys uh, you know seem to want to keep doing your own like self-initiated projects, yeah. like I got the feeling. We've yeah, actually,
1: yeah. I think also because of that, I actually think there is a lot of good outcome from having this year so stretched out because you have a lot of things to think about. And we, because originally we wanted to do masters together mm-hmm. as a duo, which is also why we actually did our BA collection together. But then now we've been thinking that we feel ready kind of to just start something. Yeah. Yeah. So we're holding on to that. <laughs>
0: Exciting.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's quite nice also because now that we've worked so long on it, it's really nice so. to have this new vision of what mm-hmm. we do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, I think in that sense, uh, your graduation was very successful in that you had some extra time or, I don't know, yet, like, of course, you couldn't go to the workshops, and you had a lot of limitations. But also, I do get the feeling that the two of you have a really strong mutual vision for. Mm-hmm.
1: And also, I think because you really just have like other students as well, that like you just have yourself. Mm-hmm. and. And us, we just have each other because there's not too much influence coming from teachers or other students during this time, because you were just working at home. So I think, also generally speaking, everyone's collection is really their ultimate self, kind of, Mm -hmm. yeah. What they would do, and I think that's the same with us that we've tried. Like we spent so much time together on this collection without any other influence from the outside, really. Um, that we have like more of an understanding of how we we work or feel so that I think doing something bigger together or like more, not that this isn't serious, but if you launch a, a brand or start on that, that's a lot more serious. But I feel like because we had so much time to understand and work together, it seems more possible or more of a... Yeah, be,
2: yeah I think doing this this corona period we did learn a lot um from like ourselves and also working wise i think it um became a lot more like from yourself yeah Um, uh you need to kind of make decisions on the spot and some things we did like in our kitchen at um, 11 and we were like "Fuck it let's just do it let's yeah yeah yeah,
1: because you just have to make all these decisions for yourself and I think that can only be helpful for our future planning, mm-hmm. because then we're really going to be also by ourselves. Yeah, of and course. Now we kind of practice that a bit already, being on our own for mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs>
0: Okay, so I'm seeing that our Zoom call is coming to an end. Uh, and I think we mostly covered everything, right?
1: I think mm-hmm.
0: so, yeah. Yeah, so thanks so much for calling in. Have, uh, oh, have fun yeah. at your romantic rendezvous in Paris anytime <laughs> yeah, soon. And good luck yeah. with any future plans. Uh, yes, well,
2: thank, thank you. you. Yeah. And thanks for having us. On yeah, yeah. Our, our mm-hmm. pleasure.
0: Yeah, and I uh, hope to see more of the two of you in the future.
2: Cool.
0: Okay. Fingers yeah. okay. crossed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, bye.